LLC and tapdetroit.com. All rights reserved. Please listen carefully. The following program has been formatted for your mind. The views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Tap Detroit or its affiliates. Looking for the ultimate live music experience in Metro Detroit? You need to check out the Ritz, New York, New York, and the Diesel concert venues. The Ritz, on Hoover Road, just south of 10 Mile, is your place for something to do seven nights a week. Live music, great food, and an amazing late-night atmosphere. Also, make sure to stop on by during the week for great lunch specials and cheap drinks. New York, New York, and Diesel. 23 miles just east of 94 in the Premier Entertainment Complex. From local bands to national concerts, these two places have it all. The Ritz in New York, New York, open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. The Diesel venues are open every weekend and for occasional special events. The Ritz, New York, New York, and Diesel concert venues. Bringing the entertainment to the D, three venues at a time. Stop by this weekend and catch what's going on. Look, I know you're out there listening, and if you're listening, you're probably doing some online shopping at some point, being a millennial and all. So help support us at tapdetroit.com and click on our Amazon affiliate store. Everything from Kindles to toilet paper at a click of the mouse on tapdetroit.com. Now hear this, all bands, musicians, and companies in the music biz. It's time to promote your music event site more online at Hear This Promotions. Our site is open to users globally and is absolutely free to use. So don't wait. Visit Facebook.com slash Hear This Promotions right now and get your message heard. Hear This Promotions.
most popular internet radio show in Detroit, the Tiny and Plankman Show. Now here's Tiny and the Plankman oh. on tapdetroit.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we're back. This is not a replay. It's really us. You want, you want proof? It is Sunday, April 10th. The Tigers were supposed to play, but pussies can't play in the snow. I can. That's what I was about to say. I'm You're not scared. I wasn't calling you a pussy. <laughs> I'm not scared of snow. Real men, real men will play baseball in the snow. Damn right. Rain. Not the New York fucking Yankees. Ah, well, that's a good one. Fucking pansy bitches. Screw you, A-Rod. I can play in the snow. I ain't hey, scared. A-Fraud. A-Roid. Ooh, ooh. I love giving A-Rod Dick. I I remember in the 2006 playoffs, you can ask Blanky, me yelling down to A-Rod, telling him, if I ever see you outside the stadium, I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, Blanky, remember in those playoffs when we made that dad cry that was with his kid? Oh, hell, I think I cried. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on, we'll get to that in a second. Because they beat the Yankees, so First I off, cried. Welcome to the Tiny and Plankman Show. Yes, we're back. But no, Planky and I Hi, were... Hi, how you doing? Hey. Yes, we're back. And Amber's back hey, with us. Amber's here. It's this been is great. so long. I'm and, so excited. And Alyssa's here. And uh, KZ's boy. here. Everything's right. good. Don't say it like that. You said, and Alyssa's here. And it's Alyssa's like, here. Thank you. And <laughs> Alyssa's here. Planky's got my back. <laughs> I know. Oh, Alyssa knows I love her. Like uh, I, I'm like her older brother. Something like, like that. Older, older, brothers. older brother. Older brother, dad. That, yeah, kind that, of. Yeah. Brother, that dad. poor girl. You have a terrible role model. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 not role models. I actually keep them in line. Let's be real. That's yeah, true. That's story. true. Yep. <laughs> All right, but it go. Okay, goes like this. We're, we'll get to that. Uh, in 2006, when the Tigers were playing the Yankees in the playoffs, Planks and I were down there. The they uh, swept them. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was no, that. actually, we didn't sweep them. No, they, they beat won us. One. They beat us that one game in New York, which was it was only. It was luck. Five games sweep. Fuck them. But we beat them and then went on to lose to Oakland, right? No, we kicked Oakland's ass and went to the we World went Series. To the World oh, Series. Yeah, yeah. Duh. yeah, I got it backwards. Yeah. That, that was the but year St. I Louis? started watching baseball. Yeah. What? We lost to St. Louis World yeah, Series. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we won one game because our pitchers they, they, had committed like twenty-seven thousand errors. But <laughs> Planks and I were there, and we were in the standing room part of the of the top, like where the tunnel comes over. And now, now it's like that. Now it's like that bar up there. Yeah, that like. But before it was like a, it was the picnic porch or whatever. But we got standing room tickets, and we were right on the rail. But there was another group of asshole guys down on the bottom, and we were the asshole guys on top, and we were all. If we see them coming, we're going to tell you so you can start badgering the Yankee fans. And you badger them first, we'll get them second. And when you see them coming from under us, you tell them when we're coming, we'll get them first, and then you nail them. It was all all game long, dude. We were just every Yankee fan by us. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Go back to New York. If you're from Detroit, you're a piece of shit. Dude, I you get- must be a Kid Rock fan, Fred Durst. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I mean, it was bad. And then this one guy walking, and he's wearing a Yankees Just this jersey. Just one guy. No, he's wearing a Yankees jersey, but his kid is wearing a Tigers jersey. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, what's going on and then here? Planky points it out, and then he knows I'm already fucking, I'm jacked anyway. <laughs> and my first thing is like, how in the fuck can your kid be smarter than you, you stupid fuck? <laughs> oh, and we're whoa. just, and then the guys below us are fucking bad. This guy started crying. <laughs> the guy or the kid? The guy. The guy. He started crying. That is the funniest fuck story him. I may have ever and heard. Fuck him. And then every, okay, as a baseball purist like the old man here and I are, 
Yankees don't have their names in the back of their jerseys. I know, and I hate that. They don't. And they're they, not allowed to say No, 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 no. That's kind of cool. It's kind of pure about it. Yeah, I don't have the name on the back okay. of my jersey. No, no, hold on. But they've never had the names on the back of their jersey, road or uh, uh, home uniforms. Oh, I thought their road uniforms did. Uh, for a short time, they oh, did. Oh, okay. But these assholes will wear like a Yankees pinstripes. Pinstripes have never had the names on no. the back of them. And these assholes will walk around with their, oh, it's Jeter. Like, we don't know who the fuck number, you know, number, number yeah, two is. Seriously. We don't know A-Rod's three. And I'll be, I'm, I just go off and just fucking lose it. Yeah, nice straight build hat. Let me guess, you're a fucking think you're a cage fighter too. Nice affliction shirt, dick. <laughs> you, fat, you fat fuck. Yeah, I could still be your ass. I guess I see where you're coming from though. Like not having names on the back of the jersey. Like if, if you're a fan, you know who is which number. Yeah, you know? and if you're a girl and if you think they're hot, you don't give a shit. No. You know exactly who yep, they are. Yep, exactly. <laughs> True. Like You'll my like okay the if, if the Red Wings the didn't have names on the back of their jersey I'd be able their numbers I'd be able to point out Cyan, every single one Cyan will tell you every day there's Dylan Larkin I don't need number seventy one I'm Mrs Dylan Larkin yeah whatever I know Cyan I get it <laughs> every time Dylan Larkin messes up Cyan always says I'm going to divorce you and I'm going to marry Anthony Mantha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I god, then, I love her so much. I go, then you're gonna have to move to Grand Rapids because his ass just got demoted again. Yeah, they why? I don't get that. Because Ken Holland's a fucking retard. Yeah, no, that's entirely. I heard true. something because he couldn't be on the penalty kill or something. Whatever. Was Fuck, whatever. I don't even want to talk about Ken Holland. Planky and I got our vitriol out in the car on that. Yeah, okay. He's coming back up for playoffs, right? Yeah, they can do. bring him back up for he's going to. Uh, yeah. Honestly, you better. Don't, what, what, me and Planky will just say our piece. Plank uh, wings don't deserve to be in playoffs, so no. whatever. No. Hey, but we made it. Yeah, we I mean, backed our way in. If they we're win- not going to make it past the first round, yeah, just like they, the last if, 18 years. Yeah, but if they win one game, hey, I'll be but shocked. the big, hey, but the big thing is 25 years, big fucking deal. Yeah, I hope. You're what all does it matter? Okay, does it actually matter that we're at 25 years consecutively in the playoffs if we can't make no. it past the first round? No, that's round? what we're just saying. Nope. All right, let, let's get first off. We got to say this. Today we are interviewing <laughs> David fucking Ellison. Who of Megadeth? I'm kidding. The bassist of Megadeth. Uh, Anybody who knows me, Tiny's going to have a heart attack. No, he's yes. going to splooge everywhere. We better get some like. No, towels. I, I I emptied myself quite good today. <laughs> okay, after you yeah, brushed you your did, teeth six you times. Did tell us about that while you were doing your. I <laughs> shut up. But either way, we're going to be interviewing him. What at eight thirty? Eight thirty. Oh, okay. Thank you to Shauna from Yes, Shauna o- O'Donnell o- O'Donnell Media Group. For, I am uh, so glad that we are. Doing some stuff with her. Thank yeah. God. Super Sean, exciting. Shauna's the greatest, so thank we, you, Shauna. We love her. She's great. Can we get back to hockey for a second? In a minute. <laughs> I'm, sorry. S- I'm setting I'm it sorry. up. I'm sorry. I'm setting it up. I'm just so excited. He's got to set it up. All right, but we'll be talking to Dave, and you guys just have to understand, give me uh, just a moment when we first start talking to him. Because li- he might cry. No, I literally have to, <laughs> like, I have to, I literally have to radio blow him for a minute. I wasn't planning on getting a word in at all. So. Yeah, no, really none of us are going to be able to. Yeah, I'm not really no, it's no, honestly, much, no, so. jump in because it's really uh, because. I'm say hi. No, honestly, it, it, the guy, the guy hi. is fucking amazing. Uh, well, okay, well, we're good. But either way, Planky got to do something pretty goddamn historic today. Yes. Um, as you know, uh, Planks has done uh, last year. Played a couple of games down at the old uh, Tiger Stadium site. Uh, you know, now the Tigers moved down to Comerica Park, which whatever. And uh, the, him and the Detroit Baseball Furies have, uh, d- you know, played the Toledo Rockers, whooped some ass for two games. Whoop, whoop. And uh, this year, uh, of course, the Detroit Police Athletic League have now got the the property and they're planning on bastardizing it. And yep, they own it. They're they're going to start tearing it up Tuesday, we found out, and they're going to put artificial turf there. Dumb. 
So Planky was asked by the Navenfield grounds crew, the guys who uh, who volunteer to take care of it, and yeah. they've kept since, it looking since beautiful since 2012. Since yep. 2012, and they've made it look beautiful. And it's, Done a great job, Dave mind and you. The, this, the same grass that Al Kaline played on, Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, all the greatest players of all time have all played on this field, and they're going to tear it up for artificial fucking turf, whatever. Uh, but Plan- they asked Planky's team to be the final organized game today. Yeah, that was well, pretty cool. Aww. So they were able to do a, a scrimmage today. Actually, oh, a former Tigers uh, player, John Wackenfuss, was there, and Plenky yeah. got a single off him and then almost got hit by him. And <laughs> <laughs> he, threw, he threw at me, Only dude. planks. He only was, planks. He was mad. He was mad. That's and, all and, I can say. He, he even mad. nodded to the catcher said he yeah. was going to throw it at him. Oh, I knew, I knew it was coming. Well, considering, <laughs> considering you've been hit a few times, yeah. so you kind of you knew it was coming. I was like, yep, he's throwing at me. <laughs> he's not happy I got hit your, off of him last stats? inning. What were your stats, Plank? What did you do? Uh... I got a hit off of him. I had a ground out to first base where I tried to hurdle the first baseman. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, I, need, I need him in the shoulder. So you thought you were motherfucking Edwin Moses and yeah, shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tried to hurdle him, and when I went, he came up with the ball, and I need him in the left shoulder, and I felt bad, too, you know, and I'm like, we're laughing, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, you know. And I'll buy you some Bucharest. And then, uh, <laughs> so what, one for four? No, we only played three and a half innings. Because uh, it snowed, sleeted, rained. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a nasty day. Yeah, it was a 1-1 tie, so gotcha. uh, it was really cool. Channel 4 was out there. The Detroit News? Uh, the Detroit News was out there. There's a bunch of photos. Be yeah, on the Detroit be News. Done tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Super check, excited. Check the Detroit News' website tomorrow. There should be a bunch of pictures of me and the... Matt Brogan and Dale Ratliff and Andy and Matt and all the guys that were on the team. And one of the pictures will be Planky with a beard full of ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the photographer for the Detroit News is like, man, you got a face full of ice, you know, and I reached for my beard to wipe it away. And as I did that, he was getting his camera to take a picture. And I'm like, oh, dude, I just ruined the picture, didn't I? He goes, no, I got it. <laughs> hey, KZ, like, while, while, good. while we're talking, load up some Motown. In honor of Tiger Stadium. Real quick, um, as I have told you, you pick whatever you want. As I've told you guys, I recently got fired from the dental office I was working at. LK yeah. Lion is a patient there, and I never got to meet him. Oh. My heart is so broken. I met him one time when I was like 12 years old, and he was so cool. He signed a book for me and everything. Ugh. I got. Three of the greatest LK Lion stories ever, considering he's my favorite baseball player of all time. Oh, and I did get something today. Oh. John Wackenfuss hit a foul ball. And you got the ball? I have the ball that John Wackenfuss hit foul at my house right now. That's awesome. And I almost got in a fight over it. <laughs> bit, of, hey, bit, bit of trivia, Planky. You are still what for John Wackenfuss? I'm his last RBI. Ever at Tiger Stadium. Oh, well, yeah. well, no, that might not be true. Did he get one today? I don't know. I have to ask Andy. Because I know he got a hit. Well, you're still a piece of trivia, though. Yeah. You were his first RBI at Tiger Stadium yeah. since 1983 when he was traded. Yeah. I think it might still be true. That Honestly, I'm the last. that that first game you played there last year, and when he got that, when he made that base hit and knocked you in, and when I remember when I said that, I was like, "Hey, that was your first RBI since '83 <laughs> when you got traded." And he thought about it for a second. He goes, "Hey, yeah, that's right." Because we traded him in the off season of '83, and yeah. it was that trade we got Willie Hernandez and, and uh. And um, Dave Bergman, and that was basically the trade that won us the 84 World Series. And none of you guys remember any of it, but me and, me and this fucker were teenagers. Old fucks. Yeah, you're saying, bitch. 
Did yeah. you know, like, actually, like, just a week ago, they found a dead body at the old Tiger Stadium? Well, yeah, some lady what? hit the some lady hit a guy. Yeah, well, I mean, from the article I read, I didn't keep follow up with the story, but the first article I seen, it was like, they found it there earlier that night. There had been a car accident, but they didn't know if the two were linked because... I, I don't know if he was on the field. They made it seem like he was on yeah, the field. Yeah, that's the way it sounded in but there. At, but at the same time, it's all gated. Like, how the fuck did they get a dead body it, over there? Because you can, oh, the gates are open. They're not locked. Oh, they're not? They're, uh, some so of them are. Dragged, some of they, them. This lady hit this guy, dragged him on <laughs> Tyson. I, I mean, I guess, like, whatever, but. No, I'll, I'll be honest. When Tuesday, it's going to be a really bittersweet for me, too, because I, in that stadium, shit, I, this is not, not a, even. A joke. I've probably I've seen well over four hundred games there, because I we it was just that's all we ever did. I mean, it was God. I used to have, shit. I was eleven years old. I would take a bus down there to go to a game. Me and my buddies. <laughs> that's crazy, but no. And then I'm, it's for me. It's gonna be bittersweet because my dad's ashes are there. And uh, Aww. yeah, well, Aww. I, I put my dad's ashes where him and I sat for the first game he took me to on June third, nineteen seventy eight. Oh that God. is the most adorable thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna be a little sad when that's gone, but. Oh, well. I love how emotional you are. I'm Seriously. Uh, but I'm not the only one. Planky's uh, grandfather and uncle's ashes are in left field there. Aw. Yeah, we at the, the one game they played there last year, me, uh, yeah, his dad. Day yeah, I know. I was getting there. His dad and him and his sister went out and threw the ashes out on the That's field. so nice. It was really cool. And uh, I hope I can do something like that for my dad. And it is funny. And like Planky was saying, his uh, uncle Gene... Uh, who passed away uh, just a couple days after yeah. my dad did. It's his birthday today. Aww. And it's also, Planky, it's your cousin Chris's birthday as well. Yep, Chris Planky, uh, your cousin did get a hit. And Chris Planky also is jacked up because he got tickets to see Guns N' Roses in Arizona coming up. Oh, boy. When he's in Phoenix, he's going to see that. I'll see him before he will, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, from what I understand, Axel's actually been like coming out on stage on time. What? Wow. So he's not being like Axel. He's not being asshole. He's not being asshole Axel. Yeah, he's being. He's not like you know what? I'll show up when I feel like it. You but know, a, the show is supposed to start at nine. I'm, but a, I'll be there at like ten thirty. But apparently, he's got a broken leg, so he's singing yeah, right now I in a. What? He, but he's singing in. I guess he's singing in the same wheelchair or chair that Dave Grohl did when he broke his leg. No way. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that. I, I think Dave Grohl's the one that gave it to him. Oh, well, Dave, Dave Grohl's friend, like the perfect human, other than Lindstrom. Lindstrom. I don't know Dave Grohl the way he. Uh, well, the way they bombed the the Westboro Baptist Church with as the hillbilly band that one time Dude, was the shit. Dave Grohl is possibly my favorite human being of all time. No, I'm thinking right next to Nick Lidstrom. I don't know. I'm a big Donald Trump guy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even finish that. Wow. I couldn't finish it. Hey, you guys want to play some music for hey, Alex? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we're gonna play a Megadeth song because we don't have any more time. Oh, I got a boner. What's oh wait? Which song? Sympathy Destruction. God damn it. We don't got anything else. What, what do you want? <laughs> we do. I want to. Everybody plays Symphony of Destruction. Time is of the essence. Na- name, name, name. Just name a couple others. He's got to go back in the folder and find it now. Hurry up because I want to hear, hear their older shit. Okay. You're Amateurs. Everybody likes plays Symphony of Destruction. I love that song, but god damn. I want to hear like fucking I Ain't Superstitious or, <laughs> or uh, Into the Lungs of Hell. In the meantime, I am so or in my darkest hour. Sorry. Goddamn happy to be here. It feels so good to be Skin back. We got all our bitches here, Planks. Skin of my teeth. Yeah, I can handle that one. All right. That's a newer one, but yeah, I like it.
And it's not something they regularly play. And might as well do it because Dave Ellis is coming on. Yeah, so so let's go to break and uh, make this happen. All right, we'll be. Oh, oh, before that, uh, before we do, real quick, Band of Band Combat is back tonight. Dying for a living, finally going for win number ten. They'll be going against another oh, badass. Oh, and then they retire, right? Yep, uh, against Red Baron. Who uh, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Right Pizza? now, that sounds right? delicious. Yes, right now, hey. Little Megadeth. We'll be back. Tiny and Plankman Show. Tap the truck. You're listening to Detroit's most listened to internet radio show, The Tiny and Plankman Show, on tapdetroit.com. Detroit.com. I am Chris Dellis. 
your host and hopefully your friend will mix it up. We'll try to play everything from the Stooges to the Specials. Detroit Riot. It's a musical riot from Detroit. TapDetroit.com. Check us out every Tuesday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Dude, Andrew's here, man. <laughs> Andrew's here. He's trying to take my place. Which, uh, by the way... Uh, that CD you gave me when you when you came and dude, that's fucking sweet. I'm a, can I can by, I uh, can I give uh give a okay. Yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah. By by the way, if you haven't checked out the new video from uh, Six Mile on uh, Facebook and YouTube, uh, wh- what's the name of the song again? Take a ride or something? Yeah. Drive yeah. away. Drive away. Yeah, check that out, man. Oh, good lord, I watched that. That that was freaking cool. Dude, yeah, the ginger beer, Barrett's is the best ginger beer ever. Andrew brought in ginger beer. Ginger beer is phenomenal. This is the best kind. Was it Barrett's? We got Gosling's at my work. Gosling's is good, too. You like Gosling's? Yeah. No, I got to say thanks to Andrew because he took he drove me to my doctor's appointment way out at U of M. Oh, excuse me. And uh, then we stopped and got uh, hot dogs at Bill's Hot Dog Stand in Ipsy. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I was uh, promised hot dogs. So hot dogs. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like Planky in that he, sense. He promised he you a different type of hot dog, though. No, <laughs> shut up. Whoa, whoa, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I said he delivered, right? Yeah, he delivered all right. I did, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> Three minutes. Three minutes and counting. I don't know what to do. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is the official countdown to Dave Elfson live on the Tiny and Plankman show. Two minutes Three and fifty-five minutes. seconds and counting. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, and then I'm just blown away with what I just showed Planky, and we'll talk about it on yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will talk about that because that is freaking. I did not even know that. Did you uh, drop your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to. It could be happening. No, it's just really cool. It's a, honestly, it's a right, it's a really cool Detroit uh, connection there with with this. Oh yeah, yeah actually, yeah, I saw that too. That's yeah. Uh, didn't we play with those those guys? I'm I'm sure you probably did. I, yeah. At your, um, no, 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 no. Oh no, that's uh, Six Prong Pa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are great, by the way. Be looking. They're working on a new album right now, so be looking for that. Cause yeah. yeah, they did. They they do good videos. Yeah. Those guys got drunk as shit. That yeah, night. I think I'm in one of their videos. They shot it here. Two minutes and 30 seconds and counting. <laughs> Dude, you know who else is in here, Planks? <laughs> I'm not going to give them any. <laughs> uh, it, it was, uh, they kind of. it. They're yeah. great. Yeah, they're great, but whatever. They're great. I like them. Oh, bass, love them. bass player's sick. Yeah, we got we got a call coming in here. Oh, Are we sure. ready? Okay, I got <clears throat> Girls, get in here. Get your uh, voice ready. Just click it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, it's Dave Ellison calling for the interview. How you doing, Dave? Good. What's going on? Not much. How you doing? This is Tiny from the Tiny Plankman Show. You're on the air right now with us, so. Uh, uh, first off, hey, first, uh, thank you so much for for calling in. We we truly appreciate it, man. 
You're welcome. What's happening in your neck of the woods on a Sunday? Well, it's cold. It snowed. It hailed. It rained. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible, it's Dave. Wow, wow. But <laughs> but the four horsemen, the four horsemen have a have arrived. I guess. <laughs> yeah, literally. It, yeah. It's been. It was. It's supposed to be springtime. I think our spring lasted here for about ten minutes. Dude, and no, <laughs> you guys. Everybody <clears throat> says that. Oh, it's spring. It's not going to snow. It snows every April. I Who know. Are you kidding? But either way. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, David. It's, it's I'm I'm getting a little speechless here. Give me a second. No, it's a, <laughs> no. It's an honor for me to talk to you. Uh, um, these guys, everybody, everybody knows. Anybody that knows me and listens to our show and has known me forever knows uh, Megadeth is my favorite band of all time. Yes. Um, thank you. And, and honestly, you. you just talking to you, you you're my favorite bass player of all time. And uh, <laughs> this is so wow. cool, dude. Seriously, this is so cool talking to you right now, man. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank I just, you very much. I want to say personally, after seeing you, the first time I saw you was back in 85 uh, at Blondie's in Detroit. Wow. Um, and I've, I've honestly seen you perform over 40 times in my life. I just want to say thank you. Now I get to talk to you. This is pretty badass. Jeez, so- I feel like I should be paying you to be on the show. I've seen you 40 times. No. Wow. <laughs> No, not at all. Blondie's in Detroit, so that would have been on the uh, with Exciter on the Killing Is My Business. Yes, tour, right? yes. Yeah, right. good memory. Yeah, yeah I, and the, here's the coolest part about that: I was technically not supposed to be there because I was underage, but my <laughs> my uncle my uncle knew the guy who was running the door there, and uh, he he hooked him up with a dime bag to let me into the show. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's the way we all rolled back in those yeah. days. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes, you know? of course. Yeah. So it, it was That's how we got roadies to work for us. That's how we got everything done. <laughs> yeah. Pay everybody and something. And, usually not money. Yeah. There you go. Oh Lord, but yeah, but honestly, and and it was that moment that I was hooked in it. And uh, and seriously, I I can't even explain how many times it's uh, you know, just to be able to see you perform. And now, like when when Planky told me that this this interview was lined up, I. I, I didn't think I thought he was joking with me, but yeah, he thought I was pulling his leg. I was like, no, I do not joke around about this kind of stuff. No, because, <laughs> well, I was just excited because you know, especially uh, I've been following, and then you, you you just started this EMP label group, which is awesome. With the way you, with we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I mean, obviously, you know, Megadeth just releases a new album. You guys are getting ready to go on tour, but apparently, that's not enough for Dave Ellison. He's got you got you got to put your, you got to put your hand in everything else that's going on, right? <laughs> well, you know, the way this stuff goes is, you know, when we make a Megadeth record, it um, you know it was almost a year. It's probably a year in the making between the writing, the recording. Of course, we went through a lineup change. We. Yep. Um, you know, we listened to our fans, so we did exhaust the Rust and Peace op- opportunity, which, you know, we don't know, just put that on the, on the shelf, just leave that as a legacy piece, don't touch that anymore, which is what we uh, knew it was, but we thought, well, let's, let's track it down once, and then, you know, if, if nothing else, everybody at least walked away friends, but we know now, just, you know, leave that, leave that legacy be, and, what that revealed was we turned a corner and, 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 you know, then of course, Chris and Kiko landed into the group and new management, the new record and things suddenly just moved along really, really quickly, you know, from there. And then, and then of course the record uh, just came out in January with the tour that followed. So, um, but during, you know, a lot of that time, um, 
you know, there's, it's obviously a lot of work and a lot that goes into that, but, um, there's, there's also time to, to do some other things during those, during those downtimes, you know, cause we're on tour. I mean, we actually technically run kind of a month, um, you know, break here in between the tour. We just finished a couple of weeks ago and then starting up in Puerto Rico, but, um, you know, there, there's time in there, you know, and, and I've discovered over the years, you know, we've been on touring a lot over our, 33 year career and and i like to uh you know there's a lot of downtime um i've done everything from you know write record uh go to school um you know now have a record label have a coffee company manage band (laughs) i've done kind of all kinds of different things you know while i'm on tour um because i just you know I, i i don't you know i don't drink i don't take drugs i don't do that thing anymore so that frees up a lot of time you know it's that's, right it does. A, <laughs> that's sort of a 24 7 endeavor you know so now that i don't do that i think you know if nothing else good clean living um hopefully makes me a better thrash metal titan for the fans and well, and it allows frees up a lot of other time for me to you know to keep my you know they say you know idle hands at the devil's workshop so why keep the hands idle let's get them busy doing things well i like it, that, I like it. that's exactly it with like the, the emp label group that you started here um and then all the bands i like <clears throat> i like how right now you got the where you can set it up and you can vote for the bands that are going to appear on your first sampler and uh right man you got some fantastic groups on here and I, I I've I'm I, a bunch of them I've heard of, but there's one in particular that it's so funny that like, I just showed Planky and he uh, there's a band that you're uh, on there with Pickaxe Preacher. They're good friends of ours. What? That yes yes they're yeah, very cool. Good. They've very been nice. they've been very on our, nice. they've been on our show multiple times. They won uh, they they won our band of the year thing we did once. And yeah yeah they're very very good cool. Yeah they're good well, friends of ours. Know, to and me to me EMP is is my investment back into our culture you know it's back into the heavy metal business back with our fans you know everybody's talking about how you know the music industry sucks and it isn't what it used to be and blah 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 and and you know i i would agree it it has it is transitioning but you can either you know sit around and mope about it or you can you know get into action and 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 be part of the change you know and change it to where you want it to go and and I figure, you know, if we're just going to sit around and all bitch and complain about it, it's, one day it's just going to go away. It won't be here for us anymore. So what, what our team does at EMP is we're proactive and we're about solutions rather than problems. And and let's let's be into the solution and, and let's, you know, I've got a, you know, pretty cool little pipeline from all my years of doing this um, to allow a lot of new groups and new artists and, and those that maybe wouldn't have a chance to, to give them a chance and let them have, you know, get on the freeway, you know, get going with this thing. And, and, you know, it's not for everybody and it still requires a lot of work and there's no free lunches and there's no free rides. But if, you know, it's, it's really, we, we're really, we're like a partnership with, with the artist. you know, we partner with them and, and it's sort of like, if we realize they're willing to do the work, you know, we're willing to do the work along with you. And, and that to me is, you know, the win-win that comes out of it. And, and, you know, one of the ideas that we had to do the sampler is, you know, there's so many terrific groups. And I mean, you can imagine the amount of submissions we get to the label for people wanting to be signed to the label. And obviously we can't, you know, sign everybody. But one of the things we thought with the, with the sampler is it's a great way to be able to allow some of these groups some great exposure um, and at least get their toes in the water 
to stir the waters and you know by doing a sampler um you know have you know and this is just volume one so this isn't the only one there's going to be more but this is you know this obviously we want this to be great and we want this to set the bar high and set the standard um and um and and you know i think it's it's a way to let a lot of groups be able to you know get some visibility and get in the game here um, and, uh, you know, and so that's, that's where the sampler thing came in. And then of course we have the EMP underground, which is very much, you know, just for the really extreme hard stuff. Um, you know, the label technically kind of started with Dalskin and, and, uh, green death and rise and chaos. And then it's now split over to another lost year and Apollo under fire, which are, you know, kind of more mainstream rock artists. So, you know, yeah, I like another lost year. label. Yeah, and one of the reasons I, I wanted to call it EMP Label Group is because I want it to be a family of labels. You know, this way, you know, you can you can sort of partition it out so different genres can be signed to different factions of the label. Um, and sometimes I think that's good for the branding. It helps, you know, if there's, you know, different, not not everything is extreme metal. And, and so, you know, I'm a music fan. I love a lot of different kinds of music, and so does my team. So I think by having a label group, it allows us to be pretty broad in the things that we're able to, to sign and to put out there yeah definitely i mean if you if, if you go to your it basically uh your the site is empmerch.com uh for the label and it's it's awesome all the stuff in here you got all the all the music all the bands you got clothing you, talk, you got the coffee company yeah it's it's pretty badass man i like i was saying i mean yeah it's like you're not busy enough <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, look, obviously, you know, Megadeth is my main thrust. It's the thing that I'm known the most for. And obviously I put many, many years of my life and our lives together, you know, as, as a group into, into that. And, and, um, you know, that's, that's the thing that allows all these other things to happen. So I'm certainly not, you know, delusional about that, but at the same time, you know, again, I, I, uh, you know, people ask me, do you have any hobbies? Yeah, music. You know, well, what's your job? Music. music. Well, what's your career? <laughs> music. You know, music is everything that I do. It's it's my labor of love. It's my profession. It's my hobby. It's everything that I do. So, you know, um, EMP and Megadeth and all these things, they're really, they're all kind of part of the same, they really come from the same gene pool, if you will, you know. And, um, and again, for me, it's a way to keep our, you know, keep our tribe connected, man, because, there's so many things that try to pull us apart. And, and I think more than ever, you know, sometimes we, I think we're probably realizing more now is especially with, you know, hard rock and metal, metal fans, especially, you know, we, we hang together, man. And, and there's so many things that have always tried to pull our tribe apart, but you know, we're, we're stronger as, as a team and we're stronger together. So let's pull together and, and, and keep, keep the train rolling. And, and if that wasn't enough, you wrote a book. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny, uh, somebody actually just called me today because I did some spoken word um, dates last year. I was down in Australia, and then I did some stuff on the East Coast, and that was all based around the book. You know, sometimes when you write a book, it, it opens up channels to do other things. In fact, actually, later this week, I'm going to go to Ohio and speak at a college and and do a book signing there, and, and so I do quite a few of those things, and you know, the, the book especially when you tell your life story, and I've written a couple of them. I mean, the first one I wrote was the Making Music Your Business book back in, published that back in 1997 when the Cryptic Writings album came out. And that was really kind of more of a, you know, a, kind of a how-to of the music business at that time. And, the, and then I did the audio book for that uh, just a couple years ago through Hal Leonard. 
And I've been wanting to do, and fans have been asking me to do a sort of a volume two to making music your business. And I found that when doing the audiobook, I kind of had to make it a volume two because there's a lot of things in there that just didn't apply anymore, like royalty formulas for cassettes. <laughs> you know, got some old stuff, and you know, even music videos, and you know, the, the application of a music video is very different today with yeah. you know YouTube and Vivo as opposed to what it was back in 1986. You know, with hairband videos on MTV. You know, so you know, so it was kind of Top funny. Of the audiobook allowed me to kind of do volume two. You know. You know, and I, okay, you've done like a ton of side projects and uh, like you did uh, the project with Frankie uh, Bello from Anthrax I, and you've played and you've played on so many, uh, honestly, you've played on like so many studio albums with so many people. What, 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 outside of Megadeth and all that, what is your, what is your favorite one you've done? I've always, well, I've always wanted know, to know. The one with Frank, um, <clears throat> you know, the one with Frank was, was certainly a highlight, you know, because. Frank is just such a such a dear, sweet gentleman, you know, and he has this whole other side of music in him that you don't hear in Anthrax, and I think I think we're all like that, you know. We've we've all got things that are in us that are probably sit outside of our, you know, sort of the thrust of our groups that we're well known for, you know. But I think we do our groups a disservice to do those things within those bands. So sometimes it, it's, it's cool to step away from them and do some things outside of that, which is what me and Frank's um, record that we did altitudes and attitude. And we actually have another one done. Um, and it's it just, now it's just, we're kind of letting it sit there until we find the right time to put it out. And, nice. um, which will you know be later in the year or, 2017 something like that but um um you know frank yeah it's nice i mean frank and i get to enjoy you know two really great records with megadeth and anthrax right now you know their records yes really doing well and yeah so we want to obviously keep the focus on those records because you know megadeth and anthrax having really strong records it, it it's not only good for us it's good for metal you know and it's good for a genre it's it's just good all around you know so we obviously want to focus our attention on on those records this year but um yeah you know frankie and i get to you know enjoy something you know um that we can create together and so that's it i mean when i played with max cavalera on the soulfly prophecy record that was a super fun record um probably the most just casual um, kind of impromptu, almost jammy, you know, jam type of metal session I've ever been a part of, man. <laughs> it was just so easy and fun. And um, I had another record that I did. Uh, it was sight unseen. I mean, I flew to Florida and got in a room with these guys, and, uh, and that record was uh, for a group called Temple of Brutality that uh, we had formed, and it was, uh, you know, really just kind of this rowdy, big, loud, rowdy thrash kind of record and that was back in i don't know 2005 or six or something like that that we did that so that was that was a lot of fun so yeah, i mean they've all been really they've all been really cool and of course you know the the f5 records that i did were fun Amen. um because i you know they're that group is from here in phoenix where i live and you know so it was fun to be able to have that outlet you know of uh you know, four or five nights a week, drive to rehearsal, get in a room, you know, like just like I did when I was a kid, you know, like when's band rehearsal? When are we going to write some more songs? You know, and so it just it kind of, you know, the, that five thing, I think, you know, especially because it was during those years when Megadeth was disbanded there. Um, when I did that first F5 record, it was, yes. it, it really, in a lot of ways, it renewed my, my interest in music. Um, 
you know, because when, you know, a big group like Megadops and it disbands, it ceased to exist. It was like, whoa, now I, I, what the hell am I going to do with my life now? You know, so um, unfortunately that all is, you know, come full circle and we're good again. But um, I think F5 in a lot of ways for me, um, you know, just it was fun playing with younger guys who, you know, who even grew up on Megadeth and a lot of our music, but, but through their ears and their fingers, they created music in a little bit different way. And it was, that was a good growing exercise for me to just view music through kind of through the ears and eyes of a, of a, of a different group of guys there for a few years. All right. Now back to EMP, what band do you think on your label is about ready to blow up? Well, you know, they all have their place. Um, you know, metal records, and I'll use like a Rise and Chaos, for example, you know, very heavy, um, you know, uh, th that style of music has really a kind of a built-in automatic fan base because it's just what we metalheads like, you know, metal fans go for that. And that's sometimes those are kind of easy records um to you know to some degree because fans just automatically if it's really heavy and hard it, it just it, it's well received and, and they're a terrific group and you know out ready to get to get out and really start working that that record um there's another band called another lost year who are you know have tremendous uh radio potential which puts them over in the mainstream um, and their songs are great, and that band plays like 200 shows a year already, and, I mean, they work hard. I mean, that band just lives on the road, and they know what it is to just be out there doing it, and, you know, that, that group, I think, has some terrific, um, you know, has, has, a, has a great future ahead of them, you know, once, this, once their record comes out. And then, of course, Dollskin is, is near and dear to me. Um, you know, young, all girls, yeah. Uh, the yeah. punk rock spirit you know what i mean there's, there's something they're just different they're compelling um they're you know they're 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 just they've just got that you know we've taken a lot of bands out with us with megadeth you know that have um you know changed the, the course of music and I'll, I'll reference you know uh stone temple pilots corn Alice in Chains, Pantera, you know, these are groups that we took out with us who, yep. <laughs> you know, you didn't know if you loved them or if you hated them, but there was mm -hmm. something about them that was so different that you just couldn't take your eyes off of them, you know what I mean? And, you know, and, and a group like Adalskin is just like that, you know, where I saw them and I immediately just went, this is so friggin' cool. I haven't seen a band like this since, like, the late 70s, you know, mm -hmm. like, just something that's so different and 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 i personally really like it and i realize that not something probably a lot of the metal fans like because it's not metal but you know again sometimes when groups are very polarizing you know that's the very thing that rockets them to stardom you know so and they're they're again they're very young so they've got age on their side and they're just they're out on the road right now they just started a, a national tour with otep and you know their bands i, I like in my book my uh, making music your business book i interviewed a lot of um uh different artists and i interviewed joey ramon and the quote i put in there from him that just really stuck with me with my telephone conversation with him was he said the road is where bands grow and you know when bands get on the road that's that is it's where they grow they grow as musicians they grow as a team that's where the opportunities are well. born. Um, they learn how to not just be, 
you know, in this case, girls in the band, they learn how to be entertainers, and, and they, just the whole thing goes to another level. And I just really watched that group just really come together, and, and you know, they've, they've got it in their heart and soul. And to me, that's the deal, man. It, it's like if, if they've really got it in their heart and soul, then, then that usually can never be divided. No, and that's what it's about. It really is. Uh, yeah, and it translates. It translates to the stage, and it translates to the record too. So, um, you know, again, everybody, every I think I think everything we sign on that label it has a really unique place, and you know, we're not signing like just ten screamo bands, or you know, <laughs> but it's like we're really we're really trying to be selective with the things that we that we sign to that to that label. Uh, if I may, for just a moment, um, I, I just want to say that I haven't been on the show in quite some time, and it's an honor that you're on the show with us because I grew up listening to Pantera and Anthrax and Megadeth and all of those sorts of bands because that was my dad's, you know, uh, music genre. So it, it, it's amazing yeah. to be talking to you right now. So thanks for being on the show, man. Yes. Yeah, you're 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 welcome. And I mean, hey, you know what? The truth of it is, we all start out as fans. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. that's really, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I haven't met one musician yet who you know didn't start out as as some kind of a fan. And again, those of us who you know get this this sort of um, this deed of 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 musician or artist thrust upon us, you know. And I'm lucky. I discovered that when I was like 10 years old on the school bus when I started hearing <laughs> rock and roll. And the, Chicago radio station WLS, you know, that's when I heard it and I tell you what, it spoke to me like no other voice spoke to me ever and and, and it unlocked something and, and it you know, I just knew what I wanted to do there and I got a bass when I was age eleven and in bands by the time I'm twelve and playing semi professionally by the time I was thirteen and you know, to me it's but it all starts as a fan and, and it you know, it's it's so funny because I and I know I'm late to the party on this, but you know, <laughs> I, I I just discovered that Ghost record like like literally last week. Right? Oh, I was huh. in Des Moines. Um, I flew out to be with uh, Green Death and and Dalskin. They did uh, we did the Green Death uh, release party in their hometown of Des Moines, and and at literally four fifteen in the morning, I'm getting picked up at the hotel so I could catch my early flight back to Phoenix. And and the drummer Ryan had had the ghost record on and, and I'm sitting, I'm, I'm just, you know, so sort of shot out cause it's literally the middle of the night and I'm going, what is this that you're listening to? Is this ghost? Like the ghost, that band? He said, yeah. And I was like, God, I, you know, I've heard so much about this record and obviously I know they won the Grammy for best metal performance, but I, I literally don't know much about them. And I, people would ask me in interviews, you know, what do you think about ghosts or supposedly satanic and the occult and blah. And I said, listen, I don't really know, you know? And I was just busy with other things. And I tell you what, that record just freaking just, I can't get it off my freaking iPod. I can't get it out of my stereo. <laughs> it's one of those wreck, you know, it's one of those records. And I mean, I truly am a fan, man. I just absolutely love that record. I mean, it's just, it's, just, I don't know what it is. It's just so compelling. I just love it, you know? And, and it, and, you know, for me, there's that moment where, I'm like, God, it's just, it's fun to just be a fan of a record, you know, and fan of a band. And I'm, you know, looking them up on Wikipedia and who are they and what do they do? And you know just what I mean? Just wanting out about to be, it. you know, the, and, and they, that's the group that has done that to me recently. And, it, and it's, it's, it's fun to have that experience because when you're, I mean, you know, you're in radio, so you get a gazillion records come oh, across yeah. your desk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and sometimes you do, you get a little jaded to it and you get a little, you know, 
um, you know, you get a little, you know, kind of just maybe numb to the whole thing. And, and, and especially mm-hmm. with the label, obviously, there's a ton of things. That's why there's a team of us to do it. You know, it's not just my, you know, I pick my favorite bands to put out. There's, there's a team of us, you know, because it needs to be, it needs to be balanced and fair. And, and, um, you know, and, and I, you know, I'd, I'd like to say I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I enjoy listening to all the records that we have on the label, but, um, you know, sometimes you'll hear a song or something and, and it's, it's, uh, it's nice when things, they hit you. You're like, damn, man, this is, this is friggin' cool. You know? So, uh, that, that's what the ghost record is for me right now. It's just nice again to just really be kind of engrossed and enamored with the group again. Yeah. So, so I got a question. If, if there was one band that could get back together that you would love to see, who would it be? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's funny. I was in Las Vegas this last week. It's on Friday. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> this is an interesting story. So, so they're get you know, uh, Dalskin's over there to get started on the OTEP tour. So I plan on going over, which I did. And, and, and as I'm going over, someone says, hey, you know, the Guns N' Roses reunion is in town. And I was like, oh, really? You know? And, um, and again, part of me, you know, very happy that bridges are being mended and fair fences are mended and, yeah. and, and relationships restored. Cause I've been through that myself, you know, professionally. And I, I know what that is and there's great joy and obviously fans are excited. And just as much, I, I know some of those guys, you know, um, some better than others, but just to see that being repaired, you know, because boy, I tell you to have the successes that some of us have gotten to have, I mean, you really can't take it for granted, man. And it really is a once in a lifetime thing. You know, we've, we've truly won the lottery and, and when those things sort of go away or they get squandered or, you know, habits and just things destroy those relationships. It's, 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 it's sad because oftentimes they don't come back together again, you know? So to see those guys come back together is cool. Um, and it's, so that, that was, you know, one, I, I, you know, me personally, I'm a fan of that very first lineup and that very first record. That's yeah. I would love to see that, and hopefully that might happen somewhere along the way on this Whoa, tour. I'm kind of yes. hoping, you know. Again, I'm kind of hoping that would happen. You know, Cheap uh, Trick. I, as I understand, I've just been kind of hearing about it. I saw they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I think Bunny Carlos was there. Uh, I've heard yes. their do. I've not heard their new record. I heard it's incredible, and I actually saw them on TV with Rick's son playing drums and they were great they were friggin awesome and i think rick's son looks great and he's happy and brings a nice charm to the group but again I, i'm a i'm an old school cheap trick fan you know so to see them get into the rock and roll hall of fame and i believe as best i saw buddy carlos was there so again it's nice just to see you know <clears throat> you know again re, you know relationships restored is is a beautiful thing you know um we're not on the planet long, so it's nice when things kind of get repaired again, you know. But, um, yeah. you know, I don't know. You know, re- re- real reunion, I would love to see Van Halen back with Michael. Yes! Oh, that's yes! that's the one. Perfect. Perfect. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my God, I love you. I knew it. <laughs> now, but who would be singing? Ooh. Sammy Hagar. Well, David, no, 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 no. I, no oh, listen, da- David Lee I'm, Roth. I'm, a, David Lee I'm Roth. a David Lee Roth fan. Uh, yeah, David Lee Roth. And again, I, I love Sammy, and that was obviously a huge era of, of the band. And, and like, e- even that would be cool. Um, but I would love, and it's probably just for nostalgia, and it probably won't happen unless they get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where 
um, where it would be Van Halen with Mike Lempe. And I say that, you know, it's funny. We did Metal Allegiance on Shiprock last year, and Wolfgang was there playing with Mark Tremonti. So, uh, ironically, I mean, again, this is just how life works. We On that boat, we were going to do the entire Van Halen album, top to bottom. We'd already planned on it. We got on the boat, and we're like, holy smokes, dude, Wolfie's here playing with Tremonti. Let's have him come up and play some songs with us, which he did. And he's just such a great guy and, and you know, is, is, from what I understand, pretty instrumental in that whole thing, even coming back together again, you know. So it's, I certainly all do all respect to, to Wolfie. And, 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 he's, and, he's, and here's a classic moment. Me and Frank Bellow were doing, obviously, we were the, kind of, you know, the, the, did most of the, the, the singing, the background singing for the Van Halen record, which has just these, you know, those harmonies on that first record are just incredible, you know? And yeah. So we're, we're sitting in, uh, my favorite moment is we pulled Wolfie aside and said, listen, let's go, let's run through some vocals, some background vocals, just make sure we got the right pitches and we're singing them right. And, um, there was this moment where the only, the quietest place that we could find on the ship to, to go through it was in the chapel. Right, chapel on the boat, and we're in there singing "Running with the Devil" in the chapel <laughs> with Wolfie. Kind <laughs> of like, like Lord, please forgive us this one sin. We need to get to this vocal rehearsal. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. You know, it's funny. Uh, earlier, you were mentioning cassettes. Um, I drive a 1997 Cavalier that only has a cassette player, so it's like my goal to go to record shops and find really awesome classic rock records. But what's funny? Nice. It's it's funny to me because they're almost making a comeback. Like a lot of newer bands are releasing cassettes. They are. They, you know, and again, now that I'm in the record company business, I'm learning about all these trends. And, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's funny. I'm looking in my office right now at a Megadeth Rust in Peace cassette sitting on my my uh, on my me. bookcase I right here, it. which I don't know why it's in here, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an old one. I mean, that's from you know 1990 for original pressing, you know, but. Um, it's, it's, uh, I know those things are coming back, man. People are going, oh yeah, cassettes are coming back. I'm like, oh no, that means soon we're going to have eight tracks back, which is, oh, oh God, no. kill me, you know. The nice thing about cassettes is like there's a fancy feature where you can hit forward and it stops in silence and then the next song starts. It's great. Yes, 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 yes. No, yeah, we, we, like yeah, we know that. We're all you know. old. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> well, 26, they, they, they okay? Work, they, don't work, they don't work well out where I live in, in the desert out in Arizona because <laughs> it gets a little hot out here, so you don't want to leave the cassette in the car. No. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're – oh, my God, this has been so cool. We've been talking to Dave Ellison. Uh, go check out – honestly, go to EMPmerch.com. That's uh, the EMP label group, and go vote for the bands that are going to be on the, the sampler. And I'm sorry, we're going to be a little biased. Pickaxe Preachers Pick, on there. Pickaxe Preachers, vote for them. Um, <laughs> and then go to davidellipson.com and you can get a, a list. Get, you, can get, get, you can get David Ellipson coffee and you can roast in peace. I love that. <laughs> roast in peace. Yeah, that's yeah. Hilarious. And that's just, that's just the first of, of that's just the first blend. We've already got some other ones. We're nice. getting rolling here. But yeah, it, it's cool. It's, I mean, coffee's my passion. Coffee's my life. Coffee's been with me on Same. most of my musical journey right. now. So, uh, so, so yeah, you can brew yourself a nice cup of some strong coffee and get your thrash, ga- thra- thrash garment on, that. you know? Yeah. Tiny wishes he had it right now because oh. he wants some. Well, I'm a coffee guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a coffee well, fanatic. And the beauty of it is the beauty of it is the way we did it, you know, is is fortunately uh, Parliament Coffee is our is our is our partner on it, and 
So we, we basically roast it to order, you know, is it, you know, wine, you want that, you know, the older it gets, the better it tastes. Apparently I'm not, I've never been a wine guy and I haven't had wine in many years, but that's, you just gotta find the right one. You gotta, but with, <laughs> but yeah, with coffee, you want it to be as fresh as you can, yes. as you can yes. get it. So we, we, we roast it, literally put it in a bag and ship it right out to you. So you so get no, it within wait, it a, a couple of days after it was roasted. Is it a darker or a lighter kind of blend? You know, this one is dark. Uh, this okay. one is dark, but there's going to be again. Just like when you go to Starbucks, you get your choice. So we're gonna. We're, this is just the beginning of, of the coffee business. I'm ordering so it now. Some, uh, <laughs> I get, you know, it's kind of like with coffee. Not you know, one size doesn't fit all. So there's uh, many different. Uh, you I'm, know, you get there's 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 Winchell's, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Mister Donut. I, you know, we got to have all the different blends. You know, here, here's my credit card and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being in radio, you should probably have some handy. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, you always need coffee in the radio business. <laughs> hey, um, I, uh, real quick uh, before we let you go, uh, a good friend of ours, Jay Neely, is listening. He's a bass player for a local band, and uh, he just wanted to say thank you for for talking to us too because he's a, Hi, Jay. He's, a, he's a huge fan. Um, honestly, and and I know for everybody here, they say thank you, but for me. I can't. I, I'm not even going to get emotional. So shut up. Don't make fun of me, everybody. <laughs> um, but I was expecting you to but, cry, Tony. But Dave, seriously, thank you. I can't even explain how much this means to me. I thank you so much. No, it's been an honor, man. Yes, you're welcome. You're you're welcome, and what? thank you so much for all your support and do everything that I do. And and uh, you know, again, it takes it takes all of us. It takes you and me and the fans and the whole tribe here to keep our keep our lives moving forward, so we can stay. Keep our emotional investment into music. So keep thank on, you guys as well. On, Appreciate man. it. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind real quick, Dave, could we get you to do a liner for our show? Oh, yeah. Of course. What do uh, you got? Uh, Let me know. Uh, all you got to do is say, you know, your name and you're listening to the Tiny and Plankman show on tapdetroit.com. Okay. Tiny and Plankman, right? Yeah. Got it. Okay. On what is it? On what is it? The, uh, the, the dot com? Tapdetroit.com. Cap Detroit, that's right. Yeah. Okay, got it. okay, cool. All right. Hey, everybody, this is David Ellison from Megadeth, and you are listening to Tiny and Flank Band here on CapDetroit.com. Awesome. Dave, I had to ask that because Tiny was having an aneurysm. Shut up. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> it he, was, he was unable to ask the question, so I asked it. <laughs> I think it's I did, okay. I think well, I I did pretty well. Yeah, thank you, Dave, and and I'm sure we'll be uh, hooking up with your label and all that soon. Because I've got a, as the music director here, I've got a bunch of emails about all your bands, so I'll be I'll definitely be getting a hold of them. Sounds good. All right, you guys. Well, nice to chat. You guys have a wonderful night, and we will be in touch. You do all right, thanks, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. See ya. Bye bye. Holy shit! I right, need to immediately now. text my father and be like, <laughs> I just <laughs> talked to the guy from Megadeth. <laughs> I don't even I like looking at you. It's just like you're the happiest person in the world. <laughs> Look at him. That was a really good interview, though. It was so good. It was no, great. it was. And again, thank you to Shauna from O'Donnell Media for Group sure. for you. hooking us up awesome. with that. Hey, and not only that, Shauna's got some really cute dogs too. Her and I talked dogs before. I got a cat today, but that's in other news. But she's got like chihuahuas, and so do I. Fuck chihuahuas. You're stupid. You're an asshole. <laughs> Let's play some more Megadeth, and then uh, I think we should play some Dalskin too. Cause didn't we get that sent to us? Uh, I'll have to check emails. I think I did. Yeah, because I listened to it. It's badass. Oh, my God. Boop, 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 boop. That was so fun. So now, okay, I've now talked to Dave Mustaine, 
and got his autograph tattoo on me. Uh, on and I've now talked to David Ellison. <sighs> I'm good. And I've talked to Chuck Baylor, who was actually in Megadeth too. But can you die happy now? Yeah, I, honestly, it was. It's funny because in uh, working at Riff for as many years yeah. as I did, I I got to meet. You know, I got to take fans backstage for the meet and greet for right. Megadeth. But the first time I met him, I only got to meet Mustaine. The rest of the band wasn't there. They, you know, they were all back. It was only a, a, a meet and greet with Mustaine. And then the second time I got to go backstage and meet him, that's when uh, Ellison had left the band. And it was uh, James McDonough, for, uh, who was the bassist at the time. And, uh, no, wait, it, wait. Yeah, it was McDonough. He was from Iced Earth, and uh, he was in it. And then he got replaced with the guy that was in uh, Black Label Society. And I can't, for some reason, my brain's not working. And then Ellison came back. So I met when I met the whole band, Ellison wasn't there. So I was a little heartbroken. And and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, here it was. Holy shit. I uh, got to talk to him. You just got to meet him. There you go. Well, cuz it was funny cuz I when I when I met the whole band and and Ellison wasn't there, I it, it was like, you know, I got to meet Dave again, you know, and that's when Mustaine did my arm. And I was obviously pumped up and it was so funny cuz my now ex-wife at the time she goes, "That's still you you're still a little down, weren't you? Cuz you didn't get to meet Ellison." I go, it, what did it, it didn't show, did it? She goes, it didn't show until you were done talking to Mustaine. And I go, yeah, I I didn't want to I didn't want to sound like a dick to the other bassist, but you know, I don't know you. <laughs> no, I knew who he was because I was a fan of Ice Earth. I mean, like you know, like it's not the same. Yeah, like, but holy shit, it's not what you expected. What do you got lined up? The one I wanted to play the first time is that all right? Then what? Put another one after it. I want to play a double shot of them. All right, we can, 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 can oh, we, you want pickaxe preacher too? Or fuck yes! Oh, all dude, right. so that's, that's what a, I had on after them. Yeah, all that's right. a great idea. Which song? Salem Justice. Uh, war something. Oh, that's cool. We'll do that. Fucking who cares? All right, all right we'll do a yeah, double what, shot. What? What are they going to complain? No. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, hey, real quick for well, our guy, wait, for, Hopper might for our yeah. Well, he's a maple. That loser. He's, he's a fucking maple leaf fan. <laughs> yeah, that asshole. Once again, hey, for real, go <laughs> to go to. E we're gonna actually put the link on it. Go to empmerch.com, yeah. and it's the Ellison Media Production Group, and it's all of uh for the the bands are gonna be on to be on promoted onto his first um uh sampler sampler. God damn. And uh, where's your head at, man? I, I got. Brain he's problems. lost. He he's like in love right now. Yeah. He can't think straight. Pickaxe Preacher, their song Salem Justice is one of the songs yeah. you can pick on. There, I swear so. to God, if you don't vote for Pickaxe Preachers, Tiny's gonna come to your house and punch you right in the face. Yeah, so right now we're <laughs> gonna do a double shot, a little, little Megadeth and Pickaxe Preacher, and uh holy shit, we'll be back with the Tiny and Plankman show on TapDetroit.com. I've been holding that in. You're listening to Detroit's <laughs> most listened to internet radio show, The Tiny and Plankman Show, on tapdetroit.com. Oh, my God. 
straight from the heart of Detroit, you have Volcano Underground Radio. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Volcano, and we are broadcasting live from TapDetroit.com. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. We got interviews, sports, underground music, and everything else y'all need, so make sure you stay tuned in. Volcano Underground Radio, the new radio stick. Real me and my misfits way of life. A dark black past is my most valued possession. Hindsight is always 2020. But looking back, it's still a bit fuzzy. Speak of mutually assured destruction. Nice story. But never tame. It gives me a migraine headache. Sinking down to your level. Yeah, just keep on thinking it's my fault. I stay an inch or two at a kicking distance. Mankind has got to know his limitations.
it's nice talking to myself. A credit to dementia. Someday you too will know my pain and smile its black tooth grin. It's the war inside my head. Won't take a day off, I'll be dead. My icy fingers claw your back. Here I come again. All you amazing fans, supporters, and lovers of local music. Hear This Promotions has all the great local bands you've been looking for online. With lots of free downloads, reviews, interviews, and a whole lot more. So visit Facebook.com slash Hear This Promotions today and discover the best music you've never heard. Hear This Promotions!
Hey guys, this is Matt from Like Storm. You're listening to Tiny and Plank Man on TapDetroit.com. And we're back. Oh, we're back. We're back. All right. And we're back. Shit, I'm trying to I'm trying to put the thing where you can go vote for Pickaxe Preacher on uh, the website. Vote for him. Eight right. million times. You guys talk for a second. Let me finish putting it up there because me, okay. me and Andrew started talking. And Okay, I will talk. First of all, I want to thank Shauna O'Donnell from O'Donnell Media Group. If you haven't gone on Facebook and followed O'Donnell Media Group. Do so or I'll you, kick your ass. You are a loser because she has some really great bands. You need to check them out. O'Donnell Media Group. Hey, man. Yes. You just called me a loser. Did I? I haven't followed her yet. Well, you're a loser, you know, dude. You know, I'm doing it tonight. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. You know what's funny? I know. We, we love, <laughs> He's like, I know. We've loved Shauna. We've never met her. I When we meet her, I I'm, can't I, I might cry. Well, I know. You know what? I might cry. She's going to love me because she's going to get a gigantic fat guy hug. <laughs> and nothing beats a fat guy hug. You guys do get pretty good hugs. Yeah, we're cuddly. You're warm. And, and uh, see, here's the difference. I, you even said it. I always smell good. You do. So I, you're going to get a good smelling fat guy hug. <laughs> I I wouldn't complain about that. And I will bring my puppy dog. I will bring my Pippin so we can you can see my Chihuahua. My Chihuahua Minpin. Wait, is his name Pippin? Yeah. Right. He's named after Pippin. his Lord oh, of the Rings. Pips. Little Pipster. Yeah, little Pippin. That's so cute. I call him Pippin Dippin. Pippin. But anyways, th- thanks to O'Donnell Media Group. Thanks to Dave Elfs. Oh, my God. I can't Elfson. talk. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, that, must not be a big Megadeth fan there, buddy. I, I am a Megadeth fan that now because of tiny, him. Yeah. yeah he started dragging me to all these Megadeth shows. and well, I'm like, you mean he was like, come on, I'm going to show you something awesome. Not yeah. dragging you. you well, no, no. Here's the story, okay? Should, should I tell the story? Yeah, tell go the ahead. Story, okay, because originally I was all about Metallica. <laughs> Metallica, okay. Metallica, so it's Metallica. Okay. It's okay. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And Tiny's like... Dude, I I know you're all about you know Metallica and Lars and all of that. He's like, come with me to a Megadeth show, all right? And I went to a Megadeth show. What, what was my first Megadeth show? Uh, I you took, don't remember the best day of your life? Are you kidding me? I took you to the no, because there's a better story. Oh, oh no, I took you. It was Megadeth and Corrosion of Conformity. Yes, at yes, Co- at Kobo. Yes, because I love Corrosion of Conformity. That's, yeah, and- that's why I went. But yeah. then I got to see Megadeth. And then you saw me and Timmy launch that little Mexican kid <laughs> at like like 400 feet and almost hit the stage. Hey, man, this is 2016. He's a Hispanic American. No, no, he, no, 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 no. His name was Pedro. No, his name was Pedro. We met him in the pit. He goes, he goes. I was waiting for him to say his name, hey, Jose. You know, and his shirt said, my name is Pedro, the little Mexican kid. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, so it's totally okay, fine well, to call him that. So he asked, me and, he, he asked me and my buddy Tim, we were the two biggest guys in the pit. He asked us the to launch him towards the stage That's and we sweet. launched okay. him so far that literally Dave Mustaine was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, right. a, there's a Mexican my, my crowning mo- my crowning moment of my Megadeth seeing career was at that show because I was in a pit and I cleared me and my buddy cleared the pit to the point where I my boot was untied I s- stooped over in the pit and tied my boot, and no one touched me. <laughs> and Mustaine, after that, th- before they started playing the next song, goes, now that motherfucker right there is badass. Nobody touched him. He cleared the pit. And I was like, that's me, motherfucker. 
That's and then, awesome. so what he do? He threw me a pick. That was my first Mustaine pick. I got there at that show because I cleared you, a fucking pick. Do you still have it? Oh fuck yeah, I do. What kind of pick is it? I I don't know. It's a pick. <laughs> it just says Mustaine. He's like, I don't know the details. <sighs> Come on, man. I know, I know. I'm not. I know I'm not detail oriented. But he was pl- he was playing Jackson guitars at the time. Is it soft? Or is it hard? The <laughs> <laughs> Andrew <you> sick bastard. <laughs> this coming from a goddamn guitar player. That's what do you expect? What kind of pick was That's it? Why they don't let me out in public most of the time? <laughs> no, but Planks and I, we've uh, yeah, we I've taken I've taken to see Megadeth a couple of times. So. Yeah, and since then, yeah, I've become a big Meg- Megadeth fan because of Tiny. There's a lot of bands that I got hooked on because of him, you know, and and vice versa, you know. I yeah. got him hooked on bands too, you know. Well, the thing is, is when we met, I was into a lot of the harder stuff that you weren't necessarily into. No, I wasn't. And then little by little, you're like, wow, that's really good. Man. You know, the one thing I never did get you into, though, was death metal. No. You never got into it. Because I used to play, like, Cannibal Corpse and shit in the car, and no. he's like, this shit sucks. And no. I was like... <laughs> I think the farthest I got was Morbid Angel. Yeah. That, you that did, like... It. That was as far as I went, and I was like, that's that's it. I'm kind of with you on that, Planks. No, yeah. but I will admit, he got me, Planky got me into progressive rock and yeah. progressive metal, and that's what, he, Planky got me into Dream Theater, and now we're yeah. both fucking hooked. Yeah, and, and then I got into, like, Italian progressive metal. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you ever get the other guy into something and then get out of it? Like, <laughs> oh, man, you still like that shit? Like, oh, oh, you still on. like that? That guy sucks. What, you still like Limp Bizkit? <laughs> oh, hey man, uh, hey. Les Borland lives in Highland Park. He's gonna come and kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Tiny's scared. No, nah, not really. No, I doubt. no okay. Be honest. That's another one I can't really say nothing about because working at Riffs, all in Biscuit, they were fucking great live too. Yeah, and you know what? I like, just love to go and people watch. Like the people watching workout. has to be prime. Music. Well, like honestly, so like good. what did I say before? People can rip on. Like I even made a Kid Rock joke, and people rip on rip on Nickelback. They those two put on two of the best live shows I've ever seen. Uh, agreed. Kid I've Rock's never seen Nickelback back. or Kid Rock. So and I'm and, not and to this day, anything. and to this day, I don't care if my metal street cred goes out the window. Best concert I've ever seen in my life. This is hands down. Hold on, wait. Are you sure you want to say? Yeah. That? <laughs> oh, I've said it before. No, no. Hands down, Garth Brooks. Oh, dude. Okay, yeah. Worst concert ever. Garth Brooks is good. He he played for four and a half hours nonstop. Because he's a fucking pro and unfucking believable. He started at seven and didn't finish until eleven forty. He's like, I, you I've, guys want an encore? I, I I've got two letters for you. Y and T. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is. They true played. Though. They literally played for three and a half hours. You can ask Tom Rogers. I believe you, Tom. Three, Ma- Dave Manchetti. Three and a half hours without a break. They did not stop. I mean, they might have talked for like a second between three and a half. Now, hours see, I remember you talking at about the that token lounge. because you were impressed the one time when you and I saw Dream Theater when it was just them they did oh. the whole thing and they had an intermission and we were like we just saw four hours of Dream Theater but they did take a break yeah. they took a half hour break between their each two hour set and I remember when you saw that Y&T show you were like dude they played three and a half hours with no fucking break no break I had to sit down I had to sit down because I'm like, dude, I like I literally looked at Tom. I'm like, dude, I can't stand it. Uh, okay. Like my back's killing me. Just so you know, Y&T was the band, no. the, their one-hit wonder that people have called them. That's bullshit because they were a great 80s, a late 70s, early 80s band. The one song everybody knows is Summertime Girls. 
Everybody knows that song. Summertime girl. Yeah, see, see, Andrew's like, oh yeah, I know that song. But the re- dude, dude those guys are were a great fucking band. It, we can't, whatever. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, look, look, look at these it's two old fuckers talking. <laughs> yeah, we can. Uh, I don't. I don't it's even. A geriatric we might have Y and T on there. I don't know. Uh, we could play some fucking Y and T. I wouldn't hear him. Shit, I know Tyler and all the guys from Obvious Presence would be fucking jerking off because those guys listen to all the same old shit you and I do. Yeah, they kind of do. That's why I like those kids. That's why. Come on, they're big UFO fans. Yeah, those kids are cool. They man. played with UFO. Yeah, I know. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen that was songs. Sick. Of them. That was huh? sick. Sixteen Y T songs. Ooh, right. pick one. Yeah, w- name name a couple. From the Moon, Open Fire, Hurricane, no. Mean no. Streak, Rescue oh. Me, Black Tiger, Dirty mean Girl. Streak. I was going to say Mean Streak, yeah. too. All right. It's a great it's song. Happening. Yep, that's next. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do that in a minute. All right, uh, we're going to do Band of Band Combat in a couple minutes when we come back. Uh, man, God, we're still on a high. I'm, I know I'm on a high. I know everybody else is. Yeah, I, I can't even believe. I just looked, and it's 930, and I'm like, holy cow. But I just posted on my page. I'm going to put it on ours. Uh, go to, and I got the link where you can go and vote for Pickaxe Preacher on Dave uh, Dave Ellison's, uh to get on the EMP Underground Volume 1 sampler. Uh, yes, get our boys please, Pickaxe Preacher yeah, on please there, Please get our boys on there. I mean, Pickaxe Preachers, they came on here and debuted their album yeah. here. With us, and they did they win, did. They, and, and they did win last year's uh, Tiny's Band of the Year. Yeah, in the Tiny Awards. So Woo! we we've been big supporters of Pickaxe Preachers. So now, in turn, you have to return the favor and Duh. go vote for them on the record label, so they get on the same. Because no, those bastards, if they ever get signed to a gigantic label, they're bringing us all with them. They nothing better. And that's part of time. I will not be uh, Mike Hopper's roadie, though. You'll be Mike Williams' roadie. I'll won't, be Mike Hopper's roadie. I will not be Hopper's roadie. Hey, what, what are we going to scream? What are we going to scream? Rampage! Thank you. Oh, God, I should have known that. What, or what else are we going to scream from the old Kill Whitey days? Titty fuck! Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This is awesome, man. Uh, what? Are, okay. Besides Y and T, let's play. Uh, uh, oh Another shit! Pick X? Fuck yeah! All right, I'm cool. In. Which one we'll you got? Get him out there. Uh, you want to do Angels in the, in the Ground? Oh fuck yes! Yes, right. that's the one. And the video today is fucking oh, vicious. It's so good. I got a bonage. <laughs> all right, so that's what we got. What did I tell? Listen, what did I say to you in the hall? She, you were like, oh look, you're still so excited. I go, I'm, I'm gonna masturbate so hard when I get home. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. I'm like, oh my god, I got you. <sighs> I'm my, so glad I was able to text my dad and be like, dude, my, dude, dad. Poor I we, poor Wheeler's gonna be like, Jesus Christ, it got hot in his room real quick. <laughs> god damn, his TV melted. Uh, it's poor, like some friction in there. Poor Alyssa, she's always finding out stuff she doesn't want to know. She knows. True. She knows she's me. She's used to it. I am used to it by now. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's like initiation. Like the longer you're here, the the more you get used to it. Let's do it. Y and T and pickaxe preacher. That's a hell of a duo right there. <laughs> <That is. laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and if Sean, if you're still listening, we love you. Yeah, thank you very much. That was awesome. Thank you. Oh my god. I really can't wait to meet her. I won't yeah. give her a big old fat guy hug. Yeah, she she's awesome. But watch by the time we meet her, I'll, I'll have lost weight and be all skinny. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I like, <laughs> I like food. All right, we'll be right back in the tiny black man show. Attempt to turn off. I like food. To Detroit's most listened to internet radio show, the Tiny and Plank Man Show on tapdetroit.com.
Internet Radio, Detroit style. Now hear this, all you amazing fans, supporters, and lovers of local music. Hear This Promotions has all the great local bands you've been looking for online. With lots of free downloads, reviews, interviews, and a whole lot more. So visit Facebook.com slash Hear This Promotions today and discover the best music you've never heard. Hear This Promotions! killed his wife with a pickaxe. Her body found hidden under a tarp in their basement. No, the only weapon was a up the pipe. I got a whole lot of weapons to fight. I got my claws, I got compasses, I got guns, I got dynamite, I got a whole lot to fight. I'll fight, I'll fight, I will fight, I will fight, I will fight, I will fight.
old people have chlamydia. Woo! The Tiny and Plank Man Show on tapdetroit.com. Chlamydia. I want, yeah. I want to hear what that one said. <laughs> said something about chlamydia. Yeah. Lots of old people have chlamydia. Clap, 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 clap. You know that's actually really true? Like, old people like have like the most STDs. They do. Yeah. They're a bunch of whores. Hey, Margaret, I'll give you my tapioca pudding if you suck this dick or if you gum this dick. Wow. Can I get a gummer? How about a little rub and a tug? Wow. Anyway. Hey, Henry's, Henry died 10 minutes ago. Who gives a shit? Hey, isn't there something we're supposed to do? I fought in World War Goddamn too, you <laughs> stupid bitch. It's rigorous. Fought- Your dick is so hard because, you know. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to do something like band-to-band combat? I fucked Lauren McCall, for Christ's sake. <laughs> band-to-band combat and hockey. That's what needs to happen. Oh, yeah, hockey. This goddamn whore. You're a whore. There's only 15 minutes left of the show. We got to get going then. If there's band-to-band combat, we should probably do it. Okay. We'll do it right now and then talk hacky when we come back. Well, first of all, I just need to say. Get it out. I beat 11 men in a fantasy hockey league. That's impressive. That was you? That's you? I didn't realize that was you. Yeah. She won. That's Suki and DeKaiser. You lost. Oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good then. And I Deal think it's hilarious. It. Even though I'll be honest, the the scoring that Razlog set up in that league Dude, is it stupid. I hated it. I hated but it. But anyway, Bad Man Combat. Let's do oh, it. Oh, congratulations. I didn't realize that was you. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad it was you then. I don't mind losing to you. And then you beat Razlog. That's the best part. I know, and he's in second or yeah. third right now, and I'm like, yeah, fuck ha ha. Fuck you. I think he did. What did Dirty. you do? What was it? Oh, like? it's, it was. It's rotisserie it was instead stupid. of like head to head. And we, so I, I thought it was head to head. I didn't even played. Uh, I, 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 I didn't play, and that's probably why. It's because smart. the league is called Plank's Big Old D. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. No, he immediately left the Facebook. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck room. you guys. I'm not playing in a league after named after my beautiful <laughs> dick. <laughs> Yeah, he refers to his dick in third person. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do in my spare time. But take my dick wants to take a message. There's a picture of your dick in the men's bathroom, by the way. Third, Ooh. Third, third I'm going to go check it out. Third stall. No, it's well, it's actually in the, the it, women's Hold too. on. It's actually in the first, second, and third stall. <laughs> <laughs> and then it reaches down into the outside. It's actually fucking the lion on the mural. <laughs> can we, can we do band to band? All right, all right, here it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, two bands enter, one, one band, band leaves. leaves. You are the judge, the jury, the executioner. Yeah. Go to www.tapdetroit.com forward slash vote dash one. <laughs> what? Yeah, when we, did that uh, happen? we got hacked. Oh. Uh, whatever. Anyway, Malware. either way, go there and vote because Tiny and Plankman's polls are up. Oh, oh the polls are up. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. There we go. Yeah. All right, found it. Finally, on, dying for a living, going for win number 10. What's bad is that the, the song in the streak is actually outlasting the band because they broke up. But uh, they still want to go on. They still want to get retired undefeated. I'm happy about that. The song is called Wake. It's badass. Um, this is their chance. If they win this week, do um, it, they do will be undefeated. It. They're going up against... I, they're going up against a, a badass band uh, from Downriver area. Red Baron um, actually features a good friend of our um, uh, of ours, Mikey, that used to be in Meet Me at the Skyline. He was their drummer, oh. and then he was shortly the Scenery's drummer. Um, but this is new band, and it's a completely different direction, and it's pretty badass. I like it. And the song's called "I Want More." 
Go go there and vote. You have till Wednesday night uh, at 11.59 and 59 seconds. And then we'll see. And then uh, we'll see if we have an, a retired champ or a brand new champion. What if Ooh. I want to vote at 12.01? We're not going to have count. time to, to Damn it, you can't. hockey. Yeah, we will. All right. All right, we'll be right back. This is Beta Man Combat. Tiny and Plankman Show, TapDetroit.com. You're listening to Detroit's most listened to internet radio show, The Tiny and Plankman Show, on TapDetroit.com.
is Amanda Legault from Darling Down. This is the Tiny and Plankman Show on tapdetroit.com. Hi, how you doing? And we're back. And we're back. And And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. That that was band to band combat. Uh, Three bands enter, two bands leave. Uh, Seven one and bands enter, one and a half of them win. Um, and one of them played with Plankman's giant dick. Yeah. That is because it correct. is giant. Not that I've ever seen it, but <laughs> I've seen it. He has not. Yeah, I, I did. Where he gets this from? Must have been. I mean, it, how can you miss? Must it? have been it's... in his dreams or something. Because I saw it. It scared me. It's not true. I, th- I thought it was going to bite me like a king cobra. Like a python. <laughs> Like a By the way, tomorrow is uh my nephew like Eddie's birthday, so little giant, Eddie will be two giant, years old. Gi- oh. yeah, nice segue. Yeah. Little, little yeah, Eddie will be two years old. Talking about dicks and then, hey, it's Because he, cause he thinks that we won't talk about his giant dick. Yeah, I try, I try no, to change subjects. we're going to talk about as much as, as we As much as we to. like to do that, we only got about five minutes to talk about hockey. We're hockey! Talk about hockey. Uh, sorry, the Wings don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but I, I, I'm happy because I'll watch it. But yeah, I'm, I'm pissed well, did because you guys, okay, did you guys, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. I'm not happy. What? With Dadzook? I'm oh not, my god. I'm not happy like at all. this why has this not got brought up yet? Because well, I'll be honest. Good, he has nothing to fucking show prove to anybody. No. I, I and you know what? And He's he got just a, wants to go home. He wants to, and he want, his is, daughter though, lives is there. We're fucked now. We're fucked. Did you read that article about his ankle? I had no clue that was you, that. You know bad. what that you know what the problem is? Holland's a fucking moron for signing him to the contract he did. Exactly. That's when, why we're fucked. When Dadzuk would have signed one-year deals, and he said so in that article in the news today. Yeah, it's bullshit. But it's yeah. So now we're screwed. We're losing an awesome player, and then I mean we're gonna lose him in a year anyway, so it's yeah. just a year early. But still, though, I mean we're still losing an awesome. What player. sucks is the cap then, hit yeah, that we're we gonna have to eat. Yeah, we can't do anything about it now. Does well, what's Holland done anyway? Nothing. I mean, come on. Hey, what what what's my favorite words to say here? What what has Holland done the last couple of years? Uh, Kyle Quincy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Jordan Tutu. KFQ. Hold on. Jordan Tutu. Oh, wait a minute. Legwan. Oh, yep. David Legwan. <gasps> wait a minute. Weiss. Todd Bertuzzi resigned. Oh, wait. Let, let's resign Daniel Cleary again. Oh, my God. I can't <gasps> stop. Wait a minute. Please. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> let's let. <laughs> We're signing Subban. Oh, oh, wait a minute. That'll make up for it. Wait a minute. No. Hold on. Shut here it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here it is. If PK yeah. Subban comes here, I'm going to kill myself. I would love it. I, Why? I, I will buy a jersey. Because I hate I, Montreal. I love, I love PK Subban. Hold on. God. And, here, and here's, the old, here's, here's where it started going down for Holland. All right. Uh, okay, I got this. I got when this. he started going down on himself? Yeah, I got <laughs> this. Well, first off, I'm Ken Holland. I'm great. I got this chunk of money. I'm going to prove I'm the smartest guy in the room. I can either re-sign Marion Hosa or I can re-sign the mule. Yeah, that was the All worst All right, Hosa move. was a free Idiot. agent. Hosa was a free agent, but I drafted Franzen. I'm the smartest guy in the yeah. room. No, you're not because he had I one, he drafted had a, a lot of really good players, he, and I kicked all of your asses in our fantasy hockey he, league. So suck my dick. And, and Franzen <laughs> had one. De- and Franzen had this one decent playoffs, but I'm Ken Holland, and my dick is gigantic. I'm going to re-sign Franzen to prove I'm the smartest. You think guy maybe he room. doesn't care anymore because he knows eventually Eiserman's coming back to take. I over. hope so, and I hope he brings Stamkos with him. Oh, he's coming. It's a matter of time. He yeah. fucking better. I want Jonathan Druin too. Um, real quick though, uh, I got an update on my phone. Uh, fans give Braden Holpe standing ovation for tying wins record. Uh, obviously the Capitals clinched the uh, president's trophy, which is awesome. Um, 
And Holpie's on my fantasy team, so suck my dick again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, it's just super, super fun. Um, I, I... I had so much fun playing fantasy hockey this year. I really, really did. I really did. I did too because I wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> I played it one year up. and I Because you got it, all butthurt about the. No, I wasn't. I just didn't feel like getting involved. All I, right, all right. I just don't do the fantasy. But hey, sports. Razlog, I got money coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know what the bad thing is? How many people never paid? I paid. I know I did. Actually, my boyfriend paid for me, so I owe him and 20 my, bucks. But. Yeah, I paid and was slowly watching my team go from, oh, four, third place, fourth place, fifth place. I think place, it's hilarious. Seven. You made, like, what, 27 moves? If not more. And Razlog made, like, 87 moves, and I made two. So, Fuck off. again, suck my dick. <laughs> God damn. I love when Amber's drunk on the show. <laughs> That's where I'm supposed to say that'll be a drop. And for doing, But I probably uh, won't do it. No, Updates. Warriors just tied the record. Uh, I'm Did they? Ready. Yes. Good. Now hopefully they beat it because fuck the Chicago Bulls, pieces of shit. Who? And I didn't think they were going to. They they beat San Antonio. Don't even get me started on Michael, piece of shit, fucking Jordan. I can't. I can't. Do, I cannot so have this conversation. Win. Who's their last game against? I don't think it's anyone good. I don't care. Uh, they should. <laughs> prob- they, they're going to win it. They'll they'll take it. We're getting off. To, we're leaving. Bye. Yeah. All right, bye. Hey, I gotta, I gotta go home. I gotta do some stuff before I go to bed. <laughs> like uh, jack off to, uh, you know. Yep, that's the sound. Oh, is Jim Price here? Yeah, I was waiting for it, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, either way, thank you. Uh, we, we love God. Jim Price. Once again, Shauna, thank you. Dave Elveson, Jesus Christ, thank you. Hey, Andrew, thank you for bringing that badass ginger beer. Amber, thank you for. It was so good to be Thank here. You. Hopefully, I'll be back next week. And drunken Amber is always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best Amber. Let's be honest. Casey kicked ass, and there's always Alyssa, my my sidekick. <laughs> got you. My partner in crime. I got you. And then Planky with that fine ass. <laughs> Girl, looks like somebody stuck two. Girl, Christmas you hands know down it's true. Dress. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Planky's got a giant dick. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, just pay attention to the page. You'll check it out. We'll let you know when we'll be back. Uh, some stuff going on. Whatever. We are here. We're never leaving. We're, we're, we're gone. No, yeah. All right, we'll talk to you later next week on the Tiny Plank Mission. What are we going to play out, out? I think we played more Megadeth. My bell. Yeah, we oh are. Oh, my God. How do you know? What song? Tiny. Almost Silence. What was the bell for again? I forgot. Every time. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> what was the bell Planky, for? what was the bell for? Every time I come. I Every time he looks remember. at my tits. Huh? Every time. Oh, every time Planky looks at at, at Wait, Aly- Alyssa's boobs. Does she have secret tits or just regular? No, no, she's got some titties. All right. By by the way, Alyssa said she was going to wear low cut uh, top. To I'm see sorry, if I it's stare, been three weeks. I forgot. So. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> now we're going to remember that was funny know, that day because <laughs> every time Planky looked at her boobs, I'd hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, I missed that show. I guess. Yeah, you were. I think you were sick or something. You guys See, remember it's my bell, right? Is it? I brought it in. Really? Because <laughs> I used to use that on Don't Panic all the time. Now, see, the here the thing oh, is, my neighbor's bell. It all started. I openly admitted on the first show I met Alyssa. I told her, "Go, Jesus Christ, your boobs are fantastic." And I stared at them, and I I ruined it for everybody. And but then she automatically knew. Okay, tiny. I I know where he's at now. Well, Planky was. Planky oh, no, was no. like sneaky about it. Like yeah, he's I'd sneaky. Just catch, he, I'd catch Planky be like this. 
looking around. Yeah. Yeah, see, look, he's looking right now. But either way, all right. Hey, we'll a low cut top like you promised. All right, we love you all. Thank you. Uh, thanks everybody for being here. God, this was fun. Uh, we will talk to y'all soon. All right, on the Tiny Plankbed Show, tapdetroit.com. Yes.
You've been listening to the Tiny and Plank Man Show on TapDetroit.com. Jim Davis here at 5XL Large and in Charge, TapDetroit.com. We're on every Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. T-Money Green, Rich the Weed Man. We talk about anything you want to talk about, sports, music, legal marijuana, Anything that goes around in the city of Detroit, we talk about electric football, fantasy football, real football, baseball, basketball, NBA, college. We talk about the Red Wings. Anything you want to talk about what's happening in Detroit, that's us at 5XL, large and in charge. Come check us out at tapdetroit.com.